Hello there, my name is Gloria Williams with Gloucester County's Community Engagement and Public Information Department. Today, I am very excited to have the opportunity to chat with Dr. Walter Clemens, warmly referred to as Dr. C, and he is the Superintendent of Gloucester County Public Schools. Dr. C, thank you for coming today. It's an honor and thank you for having me. Absolutely, well, there is so much to talk about and it has been an incredible year, year and a half, two years. Um, and so again, we're just so grateful for you taking the time to talking with us today um, about the schools, a little bit about you and some of the things that you're excited about for the future. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Gloucester County Public Schools? Well, I'm the superintendent of schools um, and I'm in actually my 32nd year um, in public school education. And this is my 11th year as superintendent, um, eighth year in Gloucester. Um, and I was three um, years serving as superintendent on the Eastern shore before coming to Gloucester. I've had um, a great educational career and Gloucester has been a wonderful community in which to serve and my family and I you know, have really enjoyed being here over the past eight years and um, serving the community. And um, of course, when you're a superintendent of schools, um, you want to do all that you can to work effectively to serve to meet the best needs of the students, um, the families, and the staff, and the entire community. Excellent. Well, thank you for that. And I, it's hard to believe that you've been here eight years. They have flown by. <laughs> yeah, it's starting in July, this past July 1. So I'm currently serving in my eighth year now. Well, this has been um, an unbelievable year. I mean, certainly with the pandemic, um, something that none of us would have anticipated. Um, but we're, we're making it through. And I think it was incredibly obvious the crucial role that the school system plays um, in each family, connecting families to the community. And uh, Gloucester County Public Schools has done such an incredible job of, uh, we, I think you and I talked about it, taking a, um, a, a, an offensive position <laughs> throughout the pandemic, making choices for the families and the students and continuing to keep everybody safe, but also constantly moving forward. Um, and for that, you know, you should be very proud and we are very proud and, and very appreciative. Um, could you talk a little bit about, you know, the school administrators and staff and how they adapted to the challenges um, that the last school year brought and how well of a job you think that everybody did adapting? Yeah, I think that of course, no one, um, would have probably ever imagined that we would have to go through a worldwide pandemic that would basically have your educational system come to a halt in terms of what you normally expect. But I think it should, you know, show everyone to never take the little things for granted, the things that you think that are normal just everyday happenings that you wake up and you just never imagine those things not being there. And then, and school has been one of that, those things um, that we provide a service to our, our students and our families and our community. And it just becomes a part of your life. So when it um, is interrupted, then it's a 
jolt and a shock to to everyone. And you have to then reacclimate yourself and readapt and, and think about what's next in terms of how you're going to continue to serve. Because even though the pandemic has caused an interruption, there's still an, an expectation that you serve your students, your families, and your community to the greatest extent. And so we're excited about the, you know, looking at having students back in person five days a week. And, but I give credit to the staff. I don't, I don't think that anything that you can, that you do, um, you're only as, as good as the people that you work with. And so Gloucester has been blessed to have, you know, wonderful teachers, wonderful building level administrators, um, central office personnel who really try to provide support um, in all situations. So I think even in the most challenging times, there wouldn't be another group of people that I'd want to go to battle with um, from what I have seen. And we've had lots of support from the community and of course our county co counterparts as you and the, the board of supervisors, you know, and, 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 you know, providing funding for us and trying to help us with the necessary resources that were needed to try to help navigate through, you know, a very trying time. And so I'm very thankful for, you know, all of those um, pieces that, you know, played a part in terms of us trying to work to be as successful as we possibly could. And, you know, we still have work to do. You know, the thing that I, you know, fully acknowledge that we're still in a pandemic, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing some elements of, you know, the pandemic that we were hoping for that we'd really be turning the corner from is starting to, you know, creep back in. And so that's going to be another element that, you know, all school divisions will have to, to take a look at as well as their localities, not only across the Commonwealth, but across the country. And how do we start to prepare students? And the goal is to get students back in school, you know, every day, but also still acknowledging the fact that we're not out of the woods, so to speak, in terms of navigating through the pandemic and still trying to, you know, do all that you can to work through that and provide the best level of service for your community. Well, that's absolutely right. If we had this conversation three weeks ago, it would have been a completely different conversation. Mm -hmm. and, and it's uh, a stark reminder that we are still in the midst of the pandemic and the really tough decisions uh, that you have to make, that your team has to make, and that um, your staff and custodians and everybody has to carry out every single day. You touched on this a little bit, but what do you think are some of the major challenges that you as a school division are going to face going into the new school year? Well, I think that, you know, making sure that we continue to, I think it's an opportunity, but it's a challenge at the same time. Being in the pandemic, you have students that are in all different environments. And when you start to come back, hopefully to a greater sense of normalcy, then all of the students are meshing back into one environment. And for us as leaders and teachers, trying to make sure that we do all that we can do to make students and families feel comfortable, um, feel safe, and give them educational experiences that are gonna be meaningful based on where they are. 
because we're going to have to meet every child where he or she is and do all that we can to um, serve to the greatest extent possible. And so that's going to be a challenge. I, I still, but I think that we've got the staff there who will rise to the occasion. You know, as we said earlier, we still are navigating through a pandemic. And as you noted, there are going to be some important decisions that are going to be upcoming that, you know, have not been made yet. But, you know, one of the big things that is being talked about around the country now is, well, what's going to be the status of, of masking? And even though that is a local decision at this point, and I think school divisions are grappling with, so what does that mean? Um, because we know, you know, and, and Gloucester is not unique from what I've seen in, in other counties. You have, that's a very emotional subject. And with people have varying, you know, dispositions. There are some who are strongly opposed to wearing masks. They feel that that is something that they should have a choice for, you know, students and families. And I, um, I totally understand that um, perspective. And then there are others who would say that, yes, you continue to mask because masking provides the greatest protection possible in terms of trying to continue students um, free of interruption from, you know, in-person learning. And so, you know, our board will have to, you know, take a look at that and decide, you know, what our framework will be. We're continuously getting guidance that comes from the Virginia Department of Health, the Virginia Department of Education, looking at the Center for Disease Control's recommendations as well. And so those are going to be big decisions um, that are going to be coming up. You have those political challenges, you have those environmental challenges, you have the academic challenges. So those are the types of things that we have to try to continuously work with our community on to provide the best level of service and understanding. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm confident that we will be able to do that successfully because again, I think we've got a great staff and we've got great teachers. We've got a great community. You know, community members don't always agree on everything, but at the end of the day, um, I don't see any community that does. And so, um, you know, I'm thankful for the community, even in disharmony, you know, Sometimes you have harmony, sometimes you have disharmony. But I think that in, you know, from what I can see, most people are well-intentioned. Um, their views are their views and you have to respect that. And, um, you know, we've got a great school board. And so I think that, you know, we'll come to making decisions that we feel will be best to move the school division and the community forward. What are some new initiatives and programs that you're most excited about going into the new school year? Well, I think there are quite a few things that, you know, I'm excited about. I mean, this past year um, or for the upcoming year, you know, we've made some actual personnel adjustments and administrative changes that we feel are going to be um, very successful for our school division. Uh, we had lost some positions over the years in terms of providing support in our Department of Special Education and the Department of Student Services. So we're able to bring that support back into the school system and add some additional support in virtual programming and um, history and, and science. And, and we think that's gonna be very positive you know, for our schools. Outside of the personnel realm, to start to think about 
you know, some of the things that we are excited about. Of course, the county funded all of our capital improvement projects in one year. And, you know, Gloucester High School has been on the capital improvement plan since 2008. Um, so to start to see um, a scope of services start to be developed so bids can go out to start a process, you know, in the next year for a high school that has been long overdue um, is exciting, you know, to think about a new transportation facility, um, finishing up the bus loop at Achilles, a long time need, looking at all of the HVAC projects that we have that are upcoming, um, playground equipment, you know, um, transportation communication systems, bus radios, trying to have bus apps that will provide parents an opportunity to be able to locate where their kids, you know, are at all times. I mean, there's a lot of good things that are, you know, happening on that end and just getting back in and seeing how we adapt to being in school five days a week, getting used to those norms and routines and operational procedures and, you know, still taking into, you know, account health and safety measures. There's still a lot of things that still have to be um, navigated because we're still operating in a pandemic. Well, there's so much going on. I mean, so many wonderful things that are going to be new to this year and so much to consider. And um, I, I just, it's, it's really nice to talk to you and to just hear in your words so we can all understand all of the decisions and all of the things that the school system is weighing when they make every single decision. You know, would love to ask you questions about masks and sports and how many in a classroom, but all of these things are just still question marks until we get a little further. Yeah, and we'll see, like I said, the first month, you know, we'll have an idea of, you know, how many kids we are serving, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, you do your best guesstimate. I, I guess what I'm pleased with is that, you know, it appears that, you know, basically our students will be returning. You know, our families are looking forward to them coming back to being in person. There's some hot button topics that are out there that may influence the decision of, of some families one way or the other. Um, but I believe that, you know, we've got a great school system. We've got great teachers and staff. And I think that our families have been very supportive. And I think that they want to send their kids back to school. Before I ask you our last question today, um, you know, with the town hall, with some of these more heated topics, what would you, if, if a parent feels like they are unheard or if a parent feels like they have concerns, what would you recommend as the best way for them to express those concerns or to have their questions answered? Well, there's a, there's a multitude of ways, you know, one, and we did this last year, and we're going to make sure this is up on our website for, for families. Um, it's more like a, a flow chart of, you know, who do you call or when you need help, you know, because there's so many variables in terms of what your issue may be. Right. You know, it could be a budget and finance you know, question, it could be an instructional question, it could be a student discipline question, you know, so there are many elements of a school division's, you know, operations. We always say that if it's a building level um, issue, then the best place to start there is with a teacher or the building level administration. Because if things that are happening at the building level, 
that's usually where you're going to get the greatest opportunity to resolve your issue. If it's more of a division level type of item, then you know a capital improvement item, a budget item, um, a human resources item, you know, then there, you know, people that are uh, overall division wide instructional item, you know, Dr. Wagner is our um, you know assistant superintendent for instructional services. So when it comes down to the overall framework of you know instruction he's going to be a great resource to talk to at the, at the central office level. You know, so we have, you know, designated people. Um, when it comes down to curriculum and curriculum resources, you know, again, you start with your building level and it can work its way up. Talked about some of those critical things that have come up, you know, in terms of what may con be considered to be controversial materials or things of that nature. So what we want the community to know you know, there is a process um, that you do have if you have um, concerns about learning resources, then we want to know about it because then we can investigate. Like, so we want to make sure that parents have a level of comfort so that if there's something that concerns them about something that we are doing, you can definitely, um, you know, ask us questions about it and we'll do everything that we can do to answer that question. And if it's something that we see that is actually happening in some sense that's inappropriate, then we would work to make sure that we take care of that. And if you've got questions at any point in time, again, you have people to call, but I would say normally, my advice has always been, you know, and, and as a parent, you know, of a child in the school system, you know, outside of the superintendent hat. So, you know, I try to look at it in two roles. You know, I'm the superintendent of schools for the division, but first and foremost, I'm a parent of a child in the school system. You know, and if there are um, times when they need to go beyond that, there are avenues for that as well. Well, thank you for that. And I do appreciate that. And, um, I, I think that it's just really important. I mean, certainly from the Community Engagement and Public Information Office, uh, you know, we really encourage our community to ask questions, to cons to go to the source, um, to reach out to your school board member, to reach out to your teacher, to call administration, to make those phone calls, check the website, go to the school's Facebook page. Um, these are um, resources that will be able to pro provide you the best, most up-to-date and accurate information. So I, I appreciate you um, going through that a little bit and would like to encourage our community that, that if they do have questions, if they have concerns, I mean, if they have, you know, positive feedback, um, if they want to love on, you know, let everybody know how hard they're working and what they appreciate, go to, uh, go to staff, go to administration um, and, and let them know. Absolutely. Like, so we've got a great staff. And I, I said, you know, I would put the staff up against any staff. And I, I'm always appreciative of what our staff does on a day to day basis. And I think that I generally, you know, feel confident in saying that, you know, I feel that we have a staff that will try to help resolve, you know, every issue. Like I said, it, and it doesn't mean that every issue is always resolved to the uh, someone's satisfaction, you know. Um, but I think there's an earnest effort in trying to do all that you can to support your students and your families to the greatest extent possible. All right, Dr. C, my last question for today. 
how can the community at large best support Gloucester County Public Schools? Well, I think that, as you said, um, it kind of, I would say, aligns to what we just talked about. One, um, continuously becoming involved. I would say that the biggest support that a school system can get is from involved community members. You know, if you want, as a parent, you know, get involved in your child's school, you know, see what's going on, get involved in activities, be a part of the PTAs or PTOs, and have constant communication with your child's teachers and um, your child's administrators. I think for a parent, um, that type of activity really helps you stay on top of things as it relates to, um, you know, your child having a successful experience. And then coming out and, you know, all of the different types of activities, you know, we've been limited over the last 15 months as to what can actually happen. You know, hopefully we won't be as limited this year in those things and we can get back to a greater sense of normalcy. Um, and, um, you know, just, you know, showing support for those types of things. And then just general overall support. Like I said, I think that it's like anything else. You know, there are gonna be things that people sometimes agree with in the school system, and there are gonna be things that they don't agree with. But I would say that, you know, I'd want people to know, regardless of whether you agree or whether you disagree, um, you know, we will always try to make decisions that we feel are gonna be in the best interest of moving the school system forward. Um, and so, knowing that and trying to be supportive um, to the greatest extent possible, even if it's something that you don't necessarily agree with, you know, the school system is still trying to do, you know, what it feels is gonna be best in the long run, because we have to not only plan short-term, we have to plan long-term as well. And so, you know, when you've got 5,000 kids that you have to serve and, and families, and each of them are in many ways unique, um, you have to try to make sure that you can serve to the greatest extent possible to try to meet the, the needs of all of your families. And with, you know, so many um, nuances and so many differences, sometimes, you know, things will go the way that people want them to go. And then sometimes there may be a different outcome. But no, at the end of the day, we're still trying to do all that we can to do what we feel is in the best interest of moving the school division forward. So just you know, staying positive about the school division, trying to support the school division to the greatest extent possible, and knowing the right people to call when you do have a concern, um, and knowing that we'll try to work with you. Because as you said, again, I mean, you know, there are many platforms that people can express, you know, displeasure. And while people have those rights, and I would never want to infringe upon someone's right to communicate, and whatever platform that they feel is most appropriate for them, I would just say that the biggest way that you get, um, you know, support is speaking to those individuals who can directly help try to resolve whatever the concern is. And that's used at the building level and then working your way up if necessary. Well, Dr. Steve, thank you for joining me today for this important and enlightening conversation. Um, thank you for your leadership and your service to our schools, students, staff, and families in this wonderful community that we both call home, um, that we all call home. 
Um, first day back to school for students in person this year is Monday, August 30th. Um, and we just want to thank everybody who turned in for today's current conversations. For the most up-to-date information from the Gloucester County Public School System, um, you can find them on Facebook at facebook.com Gloucester County Schools VA or on their website at gets.gc.k12.va.us. Um, as always, you can find the most up-to-date county information at gloucesterva.info or facebook.com at facebook.com forward slash gloucesterva. Again, Dr. C, thank you uh, for, for taking the time to talk to us today. Um, everyone, please stay safe, stay informed, and stay engaged. Thank you. Thank you, Gloria, and it's been a pleasure. Make sure to tune in to next month's podcast. We will talk all things business with our Economic Development Director, Sherry Spring. We will also talk with Ken Pollack from Bay Aging and Bay Transit about Bay Transit's new microtransit service being offered right here in Gloucester County.